Check out the nation news at ronandonsitdown.com. All right, you guys, what's going on? Welcome to episode 295. It's Ron and myself, and we are live from the Les Schwab Studios. What is up, Ron and Don? Hey, coming up on the Ron and Don Show, we're going to tell about some Eagle Scouts that just saved a park that was on fire. It's one of my favorite parks ever, and you're not going to believe what they did. Also, speaking of parks, a spray park closed in Seattle. All of a sudden, it's on the front of the Seattle Times. I have news for the Seattle Times. That spray park's been closed for years. Before we get to that, though, let's get to this. Washington State. State football head coach Sam not getting vaccinated not going to tell you why uh, but I'm not anti-vax I'm just not getting vaccinated Ron what say you because now we're seeing battle lines drawn people are getting pissed and they're getting mad because they're like you know what I got vaccinated I got to take my mask off I was cool with this and now I got to put my mask on because it's pretty apparent the people out there that are not getting vaccinated they seem to be the issue and the trouble. We keep hearing about breakthrough cases. Like I heard a 33-year-old woman in New Orleans, and she had been vaccinated, and she ended up getting COVID-19 and dying. And so you read this story. And then when you're done reading the story, you see a picture of her, and you can see that she probably weighs somewhere between 450 and 500 pounds. They missed that part of the story. So she was morbidly obese. Uh, obese, that probably had something to do with it. Getting the vaccine doesn't mean that you won't get COVID, but it typically means it won't kill you. The statistics, statistics are showing that. Ron, what do they do at Washington State with a head football coach there saying, hey, I'm not vaccinated, but I'm not anti-vax. I'd say you fire him. Like the NFL has a policy right now. If you're not vaccinated, you are getting released. They have There are coaches that have been released from the NFL for not getting vaccinated. This is a state school. Uh, he is a state employee. The state of California right now is saying, you work for the state, get vaccinated, or there's the door. Uh, they have, a, and I support that policy. This is This is no longer unambiguous in any way. Vaccination saves lives. Uh, if you don't get vaccinated, you are not saving lives. It's just, it's an idiotic thing to not get vaccinated. Um, it makes no sense. And so if you're a state employee and the official state policy is, uh, what it should be that everybody get vaccinated, if you're going to work for the state, then I think that should be the policy. And if this football coach doesn't want it, he's one of the, he's probably either the number one or number two highest paid state employees. So that's usually how it goes. The, the coach at University of Washington and University of the Cougars are usually one and two mm-hmm. of the highest paid employees in the state. He should be fired uh, or not allowed to set foot on that campus or in a stadium uh, during this pandemic if he chooses to not get vaccinated. What, yeah. what do you think? Um. I'm. I haven't gotten mad yet, and I'm. And I'm starting to get a little mad. I. I. I think I've been pretty patient. I'm starting to get mad, and the reason I'm getting mad is because we have enough science now. All you have to do is pick out a map, look where people have not gotten vaccinated in Florida, and in Texas, in Louisiana, in Mississippi, in Alabama, in Alabama, a lot of that in the in the in the Gulf South. 
And what we see is about 96 to 97% of the people that are getting COVID and almost 99% of the people that are dying are people that are not vaccinated. And so for people to hang on to, well, you know, there's this breakthrough story. I just told you one that happened down in Louisiana. Dig a little deeper on the breakthrough story. We don't see a lot of people that were perfectly healthy and died of COVID. And sometimes maybe we thought they were per- perfectly healthy. And then they did uh, autopsy and found out, no, this person had liver cancer. Or this person had an autoimmune disease they didn't even know about. Uh, so I think it is so important, especially now with kids going back to school. And we're going to see a vaccine now for kids five between 5 and 12. I think this... I, I think not only are we in the fifth wave, not the fourth, the fifth wave of this pandemic, and there's probably going to be a sixth, seventh, and eighth now. But but then I start I start looking at kids, and and kids are going to be part of this anti-vax battle, uh, and it's driving me absolutely bonkers. And now the rest of us are being asked to put our mask back on. I'm okay. I carry a mask with me. I'm okay with doing that. But I have to say, I'm getting a little sick and tired of it. And it's been very nice to go on a trail run or to walk in a store and not have a mask on. And not only communicate with somebody, it helps you forget about the pandemic. And also you get to see somebody smile and connect with their soul. And I know that may sound a little weird, uh, but I'm a little weird. I'm 54 years old and I've been in therapy for four years. So what are you going to do? Uh, yeah, you are a little weird. I will I will second on that. But yeah, this is, um, I don't, it, it, it's just, it's getting absurd now. It's getting absurd. And that probably plays really well in the Palouse. Like there are, uh, when I was over there uh, on that side of the mountains during the run up to the election, we were, I was a guest speaker at one of the colleges over there in their radio and TV department and very red counties, uh, very conservative, very pro uh, Trump. Uh, and at least the science. He got vaccinated. He was one of the first people to get vaccinated. I know. And nobody says that. He's one of the first people to get one of the first people to get vaccinated. So uh so if you love President Trump, go get vaccinated. We'll see you on the other side of this. Hey you guys, what's going on? It's Ron and Don for your good friends at Le Schwab. And we just want to thank them for sponsoring our show for the past 10 years. Over 10 years now, they've been sponsoring the show. And the reason we love them so much, yeah, when you think Le Schwab, you think tires and wheels, but also they're really concerned about your safety, you guys. And a lot of us are driving now more than ever. We're on the other side of COVID, some of us feel like. We're driving back to school. We're driving those kiddos this fall. We're also driving to work. We're on I-5 a lot. Or we're driving over the pass because you just bought a vacation home over there. Or you Headed over there for the 4th of July, or you're getting ready for the end of summer and you want to go to Lake Chelan one more time. Don't forget a Les Schwab. Stop by because they can do something called a free pre-trip safety check. Yeah, it normally costs $60 anywhere else that you go. Les Schwab's going to do it for free. They're going to check all the safety components, alignment, battery, brakes, and shocks, absolutely free of charge. You can set up a pre-trip safety check at leschwab.com or just stop by a Les Schwab Tire Center. That's Les Schwab, where they've been doing the right thing since 1952. You can just tell that they uh, that they're just real genuine guys and, and care about uh, who they work with and just feel like we you know we got we got some some more friends now. It truly is one of life's biggest transactions. If you're downsizing, upsizing, or right sizing, Ron and Don can help you buy, sell, or invest in real estate. It all starts with a Ron and Don sit down. 
Hi, I'm Ollie. Hi, I'm Emmy. Hi, I'm John Greenland. I'm Lauren Greenland. Hi, my name is uh, Anthony Kroll. Hi, I'm Gretchen. And I'm Byron. And we sat down with, with Ron and Don. They were more prepared. They paid way more attention to detail, um, and then they just came in with a with a lot more knowledge, and were able to set those expectations up a lot better than um, some of the previous uh, realtors that we worked with. So, I mean, I was I was extremely pleased with uh, the the entire the, the sit down, the, the experience, and and the results. Of course, there was a friendship that developed, and a and a, and a trust. Mm-hmm. You know, I would say a trust, and then. You know, we yeah. have, we love them. It's been a hell of a lot of fun for one thing. I see them as, as friends now. I feel like they've made me feel part of this community. And knowing that, you know, Dawn's just down the street is, is comforting. <laughs> <laughs> we totally consider Ron and Dawn friends of ours now. And we do miss working with them. It was intense there for a little bit. But it's an experience that we'll always remember and have, and um, and now lifelong friends. It's the Ron and Don Nation. That's right. <laughs> Don't forget, when you're ready to sit down and start your real estate journey, schedule your time with the guys at ronanddonsitdown.com. Hey everyone, it's your sixth grade announcer, G-Force O'Neill, with Charlie the Dog. Don't forget to pick up a copy of Ron and Don's free buyer and seller playbook. All right, you guys, welcome back uh, to the Ron and Don Show. He's Ron, I'm Don. As you heard, we're licensed brokers at Windermere, so if you need us, uh, just reach out. Store in Seattle Times, I think it's, uh, I don't know if they think it's outrageous, but do you think it's outrageous that a spray park uh, has been closed? It's kind of interesting because the spray park they're talking about has been closed for a long time. And if you don't know what a spray park is, here in Seattle, what's really cool is if you got to a place like Green Lake, uh, by Green Lake, they have a big cement pond that's only probably, I don't know, maybe two feet deep. It's for toddlers to kind of go and play. And in the summertime, what they'll do is they'll pump uh, water in there and then typically lots of other stuff in there because you're dealing with two-year-olds. But it's a great place, especially if you're an exhausted parent, uh, to just get outside, get a beverage. Uh, people are walking around. They're flying kites. They're playing soccer. And uh, you can you can kind of cool off in the water there of Green Lake. And there's one in South Lake Union that's just a promenade. It's maybe 75 yards long. And when the spray park is happening, when it's hot, there's jets of water are squirting yeah. up. So my son and I used to go to one in South Lake Union all the time. And we stopped going there because they, they don't have a pool there. It's just every every 30 minutes or so, the spray comes on and it sprays and it recycles for about 10 minutes. And then it shuts off for 20 and it comes back on. Last time we went there, uh, there was a gentleman who decided that he was going to wash his clothes. And I mean the clothes that he had on. So he took off all his clothes in front of myself and my son and started to uh, wash his clothes. And boy, did my uh, uh, G4s had a lot of questions about that. So, so the good thing is we could have a great discussion about anatomy, about homelessness, about the crisis, about people we're doing and where this man was from maybe and – if there's any way that we could help him and why I didn't offer to help him. We had all these, we had all these great discussions, but since then we've never been back to that spray park. That spray park has since then been turned off uh, because it just became 
a bathing area for people that are living in that area. The South Lake Union one is back functioning this summer. Is it? It was just on. I was just down there. It was on. The one that's in the, the front page of the Seattle Times is the one that's over in Ballard. Similar deal where they have little sculptures and little spray jets and they turn it on. But in the background, maybe and you tell me 50 yards, 50 feet, 20 yards away, there was 115 tents. Uh, but in the picture, it looks like it's right there, but I'm assuming it's at least this is what I've been talking about. For I've been so. talking about the Ballard Commons. This is where I went months ago. My son got a new skateboard, and we were going to go skateboarding, and we were surrounded by people. So I took out my phone. They told me that they were calling five zero, uh, and that this was their home, and to get the f out and everything else. So I turned with my son, and not in a panic, but in a very uh, careful walk, we got in the car. We locked the doors. He was terrified. I was a bit terrified, to be honest with you. People started beating. Uh, in fact, I have two dents in my truck in the side doors where people were hitting it and beating it. Uh, so those two dents remind me of my time going to the Ballard Commons Park. And then, so we don't go back there anymore. We were going to go skateboarding, and they have a spray park too. Down in the area where you, where you skateboard, there's all tents down there. At the time, I had counted 121 tents, so I'm glad to see did it did is that what the story said 115 i think it said 114 115 but i mean yeah it, so it, it, i wasn't I, I, I wasn't embellishing there there are cars and trucks that have been parked around that that park for over a year for over a year and these guys are running this park you and i can't park in front of my house for more than probably two days before we get a ticket for over a year and the thing is if you call the police the police aren't coming the mayor has finally come out and said hey we have this incredible week of violence we don't have enough cops. We don't have enough police officers. I wonder why that is. I wonder why so many have retired early or why so many of my friends who are in the Seattle Police Department. Every time I see them, they're out camping. Uh, they're traveling and they're just burning off their time. Some of them have a year or two years to burn off their time. And I just look at their Facebook feed and they're like, you know what? I'm just going to burn off my time. I'm going to get paid to be on vacation. And then I'm going to tell the city of Seattle to screw it because of the way that they have treated the police it's here. It's astonishing so. that it's it's now the summer of 2021. We've been having this exact conversation for at least a decade. And every single year, it feels like we start at zero. Like, it, it's not like even like, oh, we had this really promising thing and it just sort of fell off the rails. Or, wow, we really made some progress with homeless veterans or we really made a problem or progress with you know drug addiction or we really have made some progress with you know single moms with children or or whatever it's we're we're starting over every year like we've never even thought about it and this is a city that's had that was number three in the nation in in money spent on homelessness we had i don't know if we still do but we had a full-time get paid six-figured homelessness czar six figures uh, that was a position that we had. Um, we've had a 10 year plan to end homelessness. We've had blue ribbon panels. We've had, uh, people go down to San Francisco and all over the country to do studies and to bring those findings back. We've had a uh, private public nonprofit partnerships like, and we start to zero. We can't even have a park. We, we can't even have a park. Like that is where we're at. Seattle, we can't even have a park. Hi. 
Hi everyone, my name is Therese and I am a new team member with Ron and Don. When you are ready to buy a new home, I am a buyer specialist. Just reach out and we will send a buyer's playbook that the guys wrote just for you. Go to ronanddonsitdown.com. All right, you guys, welcome back to the Ron and Don Show, episode uh, 295. And we want to thank everybody that has, uh, well, allowed us to join their real estate journey, as we told you a couple weeks ago, just in one week. Uh, we had five closings, and I think this past week, uh, we've had three different homes under contract. So it's been very, very busy, and I will say that even though I can't even say that real estate is really correcting itself, if if, if you have a great property and, and it's all tuned up, it is still bringing a very high dollar, is it? Isn't it? It's yeah, still I mean, very historic. <laughs> it, it, this is a nutty, uh, a nutty market right now. It is still very much a seller's market in the Pacific Northwest, uh, just because there are more people moving here than there are viable homes. So, like for the foreseeable future, um, it is going to be that way. It's even nuttier when you're like close to the Microsoft campus. Like the people trying to buy in Bellevue and Issaquah and the Highlands and. Uh, one of our places that we had a listing was out in, in very close to Microsoft country. Holy cow. Like that was, that's a different level right now than we're seeing uh, even on this side of the water. Yeah. Hey, uh, we were just talking about parks and every time someone comes and they stay at one of my Airbnbs, I have a list of all the things they should go do. And one of those is to go to discovery park for a while on this podcast. I stopped talking about it because so many people were going out there during COVID and then at least they backed off a little bit. So we've gotten the park back. My concern, though, has been the homeless crisis moving into that park. And they have talked about building Section 8 housing in, in that park. And I'll leave that discussion for another day. And I think it's a good discussion to have. I'm just talking about tents that are popping up. And one of the things that has always freaked me out, especially this time of year, when it's so dry, it is so dry there. And uh, my friend Michael, who stayed at one of my Airbnbs, he went out there and and loved it. But he said, what's going to happen when somebody's smoking a cigarette and they light a match? Or uh, and, that's, that's, and that's what happened. Discovery Park last week, you guys, it caught on fire. And the good news is, finally, the Boy Scouts of America are in the news for some good news. I don't know if you heard about this, Ron, but anytime I see fire, run. Fire, run. See fire, run. Get away. Escape, run. Not the Boy Scouts of America, and there were even some Eagle Scouts uh, that were involved in this troop. They went and they started and they formed a bucket brigade from like 1906, which I love. So they started to to try to put the fire out with the bucket brigade. And when they figured out, yeah, we're just not going to get enough water uh, on this fire, then they took off their shirts and they just started and they didn't fan the flames. They 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 started stomping the flames, and and then by the time Seattle Fire got there, uh, they were able to put the rest of it out, and they gave credit to the Boy Scouts and the Eagle Scouts of America uh, for saving Discovery Park the other day, which uh, we all need a little good news, as Ann Murray used to sing. So I thought that was some good news today. I appreciate it. Did that. the Boy Scouts start the fire? I don't think so. <laughs> Are you sure about that? Because that's what my Boy Scout troop would have yeah, done. Yeah, we is, still we still don't know. Hey, come check out this magnifying glass. I can, I can <laughs> set this ant on fire. Oops. Uh, anyway, my thanks to, to the Boy Scouts of America for saving Discovery Park, because boy, if that park burned, uh, I would be... <sighs> I would be so upset and livid 
Because uh, I mean, the park would still be there. It would just look very, very different than it does. Well, now. they replanted. You know, after they they took out almost five hundred buildings uh, after World War II, and there's still some buildings out there. If you go out there, you'll see some of the old horse stables. Uh, you'll see the band room. You see some foundations. You see the parade room. You see the post office. You see where they had the one telephone. Uh, you see the parade ground. All that stuff is super cool. And then the cemetery uh, that that we went to with your brother. But but then after they pulled all those buildings out, they did a really uh, great job of replanting that park. And I can't imagine uh, Discovery Park going up in smoke. But look at what's happening around California right now and in Oregon. Uh, and you know a lot of these wildfires are going to come visit and are already visiting uh, eastern Washington uh, as we speak. So. Anyway, if you ever thought about being a firefighter, now would be a good time because they are hiring. It seems like everybody's hiring. Yeah. Begalashi's Pizza hiring. I almost went in there the other day just to because you because if you fill out an application, I think you can get a free free slice of pizza. Are you gonna be a delivery guy or are you gonna be slinging pies? I just wanted the pizza. Uh, and I wanted to see if I could get hired for anything. I don't know. I uh, would I wouldn't hire you to work at Pizza. <laughs> Man, if I if I could eat free pizza and and just be out delivering pies, I would I would just do it for the free pizza. I think it's pretty good pizza. Uh, so anyway, hey you guys, uh, don't go anywhere. Episode two ninety five is in the books, but two ninety six is on the way. So all you have to do is hit subscribe, and the show will drop Monday, Wednesday. This is Wednesday, and then tomorrow is episode. 296 on a Thursday. Also, thanks for giving us a five-star review and writing something great. It helps the show out algorithm and it helps share it with uh, everybody that doesn't know that the Ronandon Nation is back uh, on this very podcast. So thanks for sharing that. If you need us, reach out, ronandonsitdown.com. That's ronandonsitdown.com. And we'd love to sit down with you as uh, you think about going on your real estate journey. And finally, uh, our business is a business of referrals. And we just appreciate everybody out there that has referred us to a friend or a family member. It means the world to us. So thanks for doing that. All right. Head up, shoulders back. We'll see you next time. All right. On the Ron and Don Radio Network. Now keep your head up and your shoulders back. And keep blowing that trumpet. And we'll see you next time. Only. 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 On the Ron and Don Radio Network.